All right, everyone, and welcome to Waters of New Gold. I'm going to start right away. So as people start showing up, thank you for your patience as we were getting ready. It's going to be a fast moving and fun <laughs> briefing. You will love it. Here we go. So the first thing I'm going to do, of course, is do the honors with our little routine. Waters of New Gold, helping you thrive in the world's only vital, scarce, and recession-proof market. And we're very proud of being the most disruptive company in the water industry. Uh, it is November 5th, and this is briefing number 86. Okay, so moving right along here, we have a safe harbor statement. And that's very simply that we are you know, always very conscientious about what we say. We try and tell exactly what's going on, but we may not always be perfect. And of course, these things are not uh, guaranteed, shall we say, quote unquote. Okay, so let's uh, talk about something very cool that's going on here. Boom, we have a book in the works. How cool is that? Yes, the title of the book, well, the, <laughs> this is the sort of the, the description of a coronavirus, how American company used the greatest economic calamity of our time to completely transform itself. And I'm happy to announce we just signed up with a group called Lifestyle Entrepreneurs Press, and what's cool about that is that, you know, I, we've been talking to various people and they take money up front and all that good stuff. But then you end up with a book that, you know, it's kind of like the tree that fell in the forest, but nobody was there. So did the tree ever fall? Well, in publishing, if you don't get noticed, you don't exist. Well, uh, Lifestyle Entrepreneurs Press um, is just an amazing group because they don't ask for any money. They will crowdfund it of course, with your participation. And then of course they get paid on the back end. And by the way, if you're raising your hand, the best way to get noticed is to hit the chat line, hit the chat line. Okay, now what's happening? Uh, we signed the agreement. We are building the timeline of the transformation, which began on 23rd of January. That's when we first started noticing some crazy stuff happening in Wuhan. And we know now that uh, about a week or two before the, um, there was some intelligence briefings happening uh, in Congress and so forth. But we were seeing a shutdown in Wuhan that we were very alarmed by. And there is also parallel in parallel a documentary that we're filming with some interviews. And I'm gonna play a little excerpt from what my brother Steven here with uh, the man with too many cameras, what he's been shooting. We know that the state of water is not great. We know that more people die from water than war. Billions of people don't have access to safe water. Many illnesses come from bad water. Viruses, you know, we're so concerned about viruses. Well, water is a very important transmitter of viruses and bacteria. So what we want to do is to help take the general treatment of water in the world up, kick it up a big notch. By that I mean is, let's take India, for example. This is an entire subcontinent that has virtually no water infrastructure. They have huge dam projects up in the Himalayas to deal with water movements up there. But in places like New Delhi and Calcutta, there's people down in the sewers digging this stuff out and many of them dying from the sewer gases. And this is a terrible situation. Now, take a look at what happened with cell phones. When it came time to put Africa on the telecommunications grid, we bypassed the entire landline idea, just didn't do it. 
Didn't have to do that infrastructure. We went straight to cell phones. Cell phone towers, the phones are intelligent, you're done. A similar thing is happening in water. The decentralization of water treatment means that we no longer need to establish giant water treatment plants at the level of the city because this treatment happening at the point of use. We have a partner in Mexico who makes a business of carting away the sewage from different companies to a central plant. So there's no, there's no sewage pipes. Well, his idea is why not put at each place a little water treatment system? Brilliant. Then he doesn't have to drive his trucks around and he makes much more money. So these are concepts that are blossoming all over the world and they're being enabled by the idea that do-it-yourself water treatment. That is a little taste of this documentary. And as you can tell, it's being very beautifully shot by my brother. So, you know, uh, what I'll do now is I'm going to talk about where we're going next. And as you know, I have uh, was telling you today, if you're looking at the uh, CEO update, that we have a very interesting situation. And that's kind of taken over the story here. Safety is the new luxury. What do we mean by that? Well, imagine trying to attract people to a hotel chain, to hotels, and we're working specifically with a, a large hotel chain of which only six out of 16 are actually operating. They are super stressed. They are like, oh my gosh. Well, how do you differentiate them? How do they stand out? Well, one thing is, and I did a little survey of one, I asked my wife, so honey, would you go to Kauai? if the hotel was you know, COVID safe? And she goes, yeah, that's absolutely true. So if you think about it, COVID safety is a big deal. Disney World is operating at 30% capacity in part because of course foreigners can't come, but also because people are just, they've gotten in the habit of staying at home. And if they travel, they go very close. And so we have this problem of how do we get people to travel again? Well, one thing we can do is to make sure that the water that's coming into the building is ultra pure and sanitized. And by the way, there's another part of it, which is treating the outgoing water, but that's, that's later. And then ultra clean disinfected air that is proven against bacteria and viruses. So that is the concept that is super important. Paul Fetcher says something very interesting. The phrase you're looking for is Margaret Mead's concept of the retarded lead. If, you're not, if we're not overly invested in infrastructure, we can immediately move to state-of-the-art technology, i.e. China's growth in cell phones. It's a very good point, Paul, which is the retarded lead means that when you are retarded, not, not dumb retarded, but you, you're a laggard in technology, you can then leapfrog because you didn't invest in the earlier tech and now you can go to the latest stuff. So that's, these are very good points and I appreciate them. So let's continue with this, um, this topic here. As you recall, in August, we sold a whole hotel water purification system. And this was really our, our, the, where we really started paying attention to what we were doing. Because for the longest time, we have been, we've been just selling systems. Our Texas operation, you want something built, they'll build it. But over a year ago, we, very prestigious hotel chain, reached out to us based on are talking about these modular water systems and they wanted that, that thing, that box. And Tom Marchesello, our COO, took over that process and very patiently worked with the chain because as you know, politics is everywhere. So of course, the chief engineer of the chain 
tells the hotels to adopt a particular technology, the first thing you're going to do is try and find something else. And this went on for months. But eventually, we sold this system, which is 260 gallons per minute. We sold the system to this high-end luxury hotel chain. And what it is, is it's in a very uh, competitive tourist location where there's dozens of hotels already. And it's a brand new hotel. It's actually a hybrid of a regular hotel with nothing special and this really high-end one. And the special water is going on the high-end one, not the lower-end one. The system is being built now. Now, what it was, was that this was sold not to the hotel chain, because as you know, in the hotel business, uh, hotel chains typically are just the operators and the developers, the, the, the landlords, so to speak, pay for all the development. So the hotel chain told the developer, you need to put this in, in and that's the deal that we sold. So this, this, this was our, our first step into formally doing this. And here's an example of how the tech is just progressive water treatment makes this the finest, finest production. This is only a 30 GPM uh, water system. And so it's, it's not the, 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 the scale. The reason I selected it is I just loved, look at the quality of those welds and, and just the completely just the, the execution of the, the skid and so forth. So that is a really, really cool example of the kind of work. Okay. Now let's talk about the package because we have a hotel and resort systems package, right? I'm going to zip over here to hotel and resort systems. So what do we have here? I'm just going to go through it quickly because obviously I don't want to spend all the time, but basically we have over 20 years of building these systems for real estate properties, but now we're turning into products. Tom Marchesello's job has been really to take our custom business and upgrade it into a product line, standardized, because that's the only way you grow. So sure enough, we got that commitment in August. And not only are they going to do this water cleaning, but also they're going to replace plastic water bottles and, and you'll have in-room dispensers. It's all super cool. And of course, unlimited. Nobody's going to charge, you know, $4 for a bottle of water. Okay. But this is all super hip and if they're using it to market with. Okay. So then what are we, the three things we do? We, of course, clean the water coming in, disinfect it and purify it. Then we recycle it. If you want to buy that, you don't, this, this hotel didn't, but if you recycle the water, then you can use it to water the, the grounds. And that's typically used more in places like California and Arizona, not so much, let's say Florida, right? And finally, wastewater onsite treatment. Now that last one is where you treat all of the black water, not the gray water, because the gray water gets recycled into uh, the shrubbery, but the black water gets treated in a way that you don't need to be connected to sewage. And that is very much used for these more uh, heavy duty environments where you got, you got to basically treat, let's say, oh, glamour camping, glamping, right? When that camping site leaves, everything goes. And so you self-contain water treatment, which of course we are experts at. I'm not going to keep on going here, but of course the laundry water is a major, major source of water waste. And that's typically what can be reused. Number nine is that, is that rugged and isolated locations. Again, People want to go to the most beautiful and desirable places, but those don't have any sewage. So we do all that great stuff. And then what are the most requested product offerings? Drinking water systems with kiosks, sometimes ultraviolet equipment, closed loop toilet reflush, which basically is, you know, the poop gets, ends up in a tank and then every 
six months or a year, a, a truck comes by and takes it. But the water, of course, can be reused for a number of other purposes, not necessarily to drink. It's not a very, drinking is not, drinking, <laughs> toilet to tap is not a very popular concept. But I guarantee you that Israel did not get to 90% recycling of its water by avoiding toilet to tap. That's a major source. Anyway, you can drink the water if it's properly treated. And finally, there's even cool things like outdoor agriculture water treatment. We have organic farming gardens used for the kitchens. Anyway, really interesting stuff. Here is uh, the, the actual proposal that we did and I've, I've scrubbed it so you wouldn't know what it was, a, you know, what the client was. But basically these are samples of the systems, the, the work that we do, systems that we buy. And it talks about some of the, okay, the city water quality, as you can see, for example, TDS, total dissolved solids, which is the salts and so forth, running around 142 milligrams per liter down to three, three to 15. And then we have things like, oh, look at disinfection from 12.8 to less than one. That's huge. And then the pH is manageable. The, as you can see, it can vary from 6.5 to eight. And you just dial it in. The hardness, check that out. Now, hardness is very important because when you take the hardness, the, in other words, calcium and stuff out of the water, you've now made the a lot of the equipment, the pumps and the kitchen equipment and so forth last much longer. And so it's actually really, really good for long-term usage. Okay, so these are some of the items that go into it. As you see, pre-filtration, softening, carbon filtration, the RO. These are all things that you might have in your, your home whole system. Uh, pH adjustment, we have the ultraviolet light system, ozone generation, various control panels and so forth. This is a complete system. It's very, it's state-of-the-art. I won't go into all the detail stuff here, but as you can see, the, the this is the, the, roughly the price. Now there were two choices. There was one major system that would be in the basement. Another one was looked at uh, there were 13 floors, but then it didn't work out. It's $57,000 per floor. That doesn't really work out. You'd have more control, but it's not, you know, they're smaller, but in fact, it's much better to go with the central system in general. Okay. And these are all, this is all the uh, boilerplate, the small type. And let's move on now to the, here's one of the, this is not one of our cool tubular looking containers, but it's still very, very cool. The, you know, we, we do a lot of these uh, containerized systems. So here's a little article about how, you know, what's special about this and so forth. And uh, we have a case study, which I'm about to show you shortly. And, here it is. So now this case study goes into some of the, you know, the centralized versus decentralized systems and some of the standards that are being required for these hotels. And as you can see, uh, for example, if you are, if you're turning potable water, let's say 30,000 gallons per day into wastewater, then you have a certain amount of carbon, nitrogen, and phosphorus, and you can do something about it. The annual removal of 19 tons, et cetera. Now, this is better than shipping it down to the central plant because you have a lot of, of stuff escapes and it's much less efficient. So it's better to actually do it on site. And Paul, excellent uh, statement. Long-term clogs the pipes akin to hardening of the arteries. Very nice. Soft water requires less soap, et cetera. Another very good point. Thank you. Because those laundries really, Paul is one of our, he's probably our principal real estate expert among our investor base. So this is the picture. I'm not going to get into it. This is an interesting graph. Check it out. 
Since 1956, operation maintenance has only risen, but capital investment has lagged. That is a big problem. Global water losses, non-revenue water, in other words, the water you don't make money from, is third, one third of all water supplied. We could serve another 100 million people, one third of the United States, without further investment if we just saved half of this. Scary. And it's going to take a trillion dollars. Great. A trillion dollars, we tend to spend it in other ways. Have you noticed? Okay. Here's another interesting thing. Federal water spending since the 70s has dramatically fallen and we have a real problem. And of course, putting in new systems in built up cities is even more expensive. All right, I won't get into all this good stuff, but basically it says you can't fix central utilities, so you have to go decentralize. Okay, so that's, that's the, uh, the water package as, as we say. So we're fully capable of doing this. Now, the second ingredient is the air disinfection system. And that, we, we've already sourced it. We were in talks already with, the, with the, the company and they already have been certified by several academic institutions for effectiveness in reducing you know, viruses and bacteria, I believe including COVID, but certainly they offer a complete disinfection. Now you have a choice. You can have the central air handling, typically in a 200 room hotel, there might be six or seven of them, or you can have one per room. And you know, there's different philosophies on that. But again, you spend less if you put it on the central air handling. So I'm not going to tell you what this is because we would like to uh, properly announce it. And I don't want people to um, get around our good connections just yet, but uh, we don't love circumvention. Oh, Marilyn wants to know loss of carbon. Does that work for carbon dollars or credits? Absolutely. It definitely ha it has a benefit in terms of carbon credits. Dallard Harold Polston, very nice. UV a with electrostatic precipitator. That's really good. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, continue now. What about UV disinfection and what does it mean now in this era of COVID? Research and markets just came out with a market analysis. And this is the summary. And basically, you, <laughs> of course, ultraviolet, I mean, this is reinforces what you would think, right? Which is that the ultraviolet disinfection equipment market will grow during the analysis period. Now, of course, the water industry, you know, big growth in water industry is 12.4%, uh, but we're talking big dollars here. The water treatment market will be reset to a new normal, which going forwards in a post-COVID-19 area will be continuously redefined and redesigned. That is a fact, isn't it? Okay, if there's a new normal, I'm tired of hearing that word. Okay, and here's the second part of it. So even in areas that are, that are very worst hit, then there's definitely you know, more business being had, but uh, very interesting that China, world's second largest economy will grow 17.1%, which is really, really good. So they are moving fast to catch up. So the ultraviolet disinfection equipment market landscape is one that we are in and it's very exciting. Now. I want to talk a little bit about where the world is going. So this is a, these are forecasts. They're provided by our very, very good partners, philanthropic investors, and they research this. So population is going to end up in 2050 at 10 billion. What does that mean? Well, first of all, for 2020, we have a water consumption increase of 50%, obviously over a decade, 1.8 billion people will live in regions with absolute water scarcity. Two thirds of the population or 64% of the people on earth will experience 
water stress. That is shocking. In 18 countries, the water demand will exceed available resources. But just in other words, just not enough water, period. That's one-tenth of the countries in the world. All right, now by 2050, this is the really scary stuff. Crop yields in Asia and Africa will decrease by 8%. And one out of every four persons will live in a country with chronic and recurrent freshwater shortage. And finally, the most shocking of all, 50% of the agricultural land in Latin America will experience desertification. That is very, very dangerous stuff. Well, you say, fine, but the US is okay, right? Um, no, I'm gonna take you to the EWG, Environmental Working Group's Tap Water Database. And you can do that too. So I'm gonna show you and you're, you're not gonna be very pleased to see what, uh, what you'll learn. So this is what it looks like. And I just jumped directly to Los Angeles. Everything's below the legal limit. If you notice like arsenic, the legal limit is 10 parts per billion. Well, in fact, science that's way, way lagging behind science. So it's 520 times what it should be, which is 0.004 parts. And very similar for bromate, which has, can you know, all of these create cancer. Look at them, all of these things. They all have cancer effects. Uranium, trihalomethanes, nitrate, nitrite, all of these things, they're all below the, well below the legal limits. So th these places can, can say they're legally okay, but you're not gonna love it. And so that's the situation there. 4 million people are being served by the Department of Water and Power. And I'm not saying the Department of Water and Power is bad. It's just the standards have lagged and the government is not keeping up. And in fact, you need to treat your home, water, and of course the water in commercial buildings. Water stress is a reality in the US and the world. We must act now. What does that mean? Well, the first thing that you need to know is that we can and should continue our job, our mission. Oh my gosh, Daryl Polston tells us more. He says, lithium mining takes up probably 500,000 gallons per ton. And gosh knows that lithium is a major, major, major piece of our supposedly sustainable society, right? That's the grim underside of electrical, for example. I'm a strong, you all know that I'm strongly in favor of going electrical with cars and so forth, but we have to move beyond lithium and other chromium and other um, heavy metals and minerals because they get into people's bodies. Simple as that. Okay. A key thing you can do is you can help us create our future. Now we make it worth your while. Why do we do that? Well, it's very simple. You give us the freedom. If we were doing everything with the resources of progressive water treatment or manufacturing operation, we would go very slowly indeed. It'd basically be me plus the guys in Texas and, uh, and an accountant. So that's that, I mean, I do a lot, but in order for us to get places to, to have world-class people like Tom Marchesello on board, it takes a bit of finance to grow into these new things, developing this COVID safety is uh, the new luxury and so forth, which we think is going to be a huge product that requires extra resources. And that's where we offer this bond. Now, these are the last days of this bond. We are changing. I just want to let you know that it's not necessarily worse, but if you like this model, then you might want to just talk to the team. Now, if you are not accredited, but you think you're close to it, we have a solution for you too. And that is to start with the unaccredited investment and then graduate. We have a graduation program that basically um, assists you 
in becoming accredited, you know, as if, if you are doing well and there's, you know, it's just the why, the why economy, right? There's one side going up and the other side going down. It's an unfortunate fact. So some people are doing very well and they're maybe not yet accredited, but they will be. And so it's where they might invest in the unaccredited uh, round. And then over time, they might graduate into the accredited offering, which is this one. Very, very good economics on this. And of course, we have paid on-time dividends for a long, long time. And of course, remember that we're building water as a career. Let's say, for example, a hotel system gets, gets put out as a product. Well, then we're going to finance it for our waterpreneurs so they can offer it to a hotel or hotel chain. And the hotel or hotel chain doesn't, doesn't have to pay capital up front because we have financed it. And of course, that machine that goes into that hotel remains our asset because we're financing it. And that gives us the ability to create an asset base to eventually go on to a national exchange, which is our ambition, my personal ambition anyway. And of course, eventually we want to get to that incredible Airbnb for water vision. You get paid to wait. You get those double digit dividends and you can convert to stock. The time is right at the price at the time so that you don't have to worry about stock prices. And if you're an existing investor, please do take this call this week. It's very, very important. I think you'll be very happy to hear about what's going on, but it's going to be for existing investors only. And I'm going to wrap this up by saying that this is an offering that I just told you about that is not registered. The Securities Exchange Commission is called a private placement. And of course, you should know that there is a risk of loss. All right. Well, next week, we're going to discuss more on COVID peace of mind. And um, we're going to hear more from our friends at Philanthrop Investors who have some amazing things going on. And also, we have some excerpts from some, we always like to have excerpts from video uh, material that, that, you know, podcasts that we get on and so forth. And I'll provide another one. And Bob Bruce wants to know, when do third quarter results come out? November 15th. And so that'll be just after next Thursday. I expect that it's going to be good news. And so not next week, because that will be the uh, 12th. It will be three days after that, I think the Monday. And we typically take the, the, the grace period. So the Thursday after that, the 19th, is when we'll be discussing the, the quarterly results. And thank you, Bob. All right. So that's the show for, for this uh, Thursday, the 5th. <laughs> I have a friend who had a podcast where he told everybody just to be very serene. Whatever your politics are, remember that all it is is politics. What matters is family, health, and your own well-being and doing something about the planet. The politics will take care of themselves. Thank you all. It's been a great pleasure. Uh, Tim wants to know how to get into pool systems. Very simple. Type poolpreserver.com and you will see a form and you'll be able to get into it. Ricardo Garcia says he completely agrees with my sentiment and likewise. And Marilyn says, thank you. So everyone have a great weekend. Remember, stay cool. And Jen Contini would like to contact again. Yes, uh, invest at originclear.com is the email. Jennifer, just go ahead and uh, email invest at originclear.com and Devin will get onto it right away. Thank you all, have a great weekend. Thank you.